Welcome to the Financial Intuition Podcast, where you can find your financial intuition one money topic at a time. The goal of the podcast is to educate, inform, and engage our audience with tools and resources created to help them make more informed financial decisions. These tools and resources can be found on our website at consumerfinance.gov. You can also click the link in the show notes for additional information. This is the episode of a three-episode Managing Your Student Loan series, which focuses on managing student loans and money while in college, discussing the Veterans Benefits Administration GI Bill Comparison Tool and CFPB's Your Financial Path to Graduation Tool, also known as Grad Path, and Postgraduate Degree Repayment Options. Before we get started, I'll read our Consumer Financial Protection Bureau standard disclaimer. This podcast is being produced by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. It is intended to generate discussion about the Veteran Benefits Administration GI Bill Comparison Tool and the CFPB's Your Financial Path to Graduation Tool. The questions asked and topics discussed were developed in coordination with the presenter and may not reflect the Bureau's policy on any particular matter. Any opinions or views stated by the presenter are the presenter's own and may not represent the Bureau's views. Nothing said in this podcast by a Bureau representative constitutes legal interpretation, guidance, or advice from the Bureau. Hello, everyone. I'm Brian Stone, a policy analyst in the section for students and young consumers. Our section creates tools and resources for those working to help students and young adults and their families manage their money, build credit, save or pay for college, and repay student debt. We're excited to gain insight from Charmaine Bogue, the Executive Director of Education Services from the Veterans Benefits Administration on the VBA's GI Bill Comparison Tool and Resources for Veterans and Qualified Family Members. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome, Charmaine. Thank you for having me, Brian. Oh, thanks for joining. Can you tell our audience a little bit about your background and the Veteran Benefits Administration? Absolutely, Brian. So I work at the Department of Veterans Affairs in the um, education space. And actually, in the program that I have oversight of, it is for all programs associated with the GI Bill. There's actually five programs within the GI Bill program, um, and the largest one being post-9-11 GI Bill. Uh, most folks, they know post-9-11 GI Bill, which, which came about in the last few years, which basically pays for individuals for their monthly housing allowance, their tuition and fees, even a book, book and supply stipend. I will tell you, we service nearly 1 million service members, veterans, and dependents in our space, and we pay out $12 billion across our five programs. So really excited to be here with our partners today to talk a little bit more about all that we do in the GI Bill space. Oh, and thank you. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. And we're definitely um, interested in learning more and making sure that, you know, qualified individuals are aware of their options. So uh, we'll move on. Uh, so uh, what's important to do proper research before choosing a college, um, a good move for student veterans' financial future? You know, that's a that's a, a great question to ask. I will tell you it's important to do research because just in the um, GI Bill space alone, we have nearly 20,000 VA-approved education institutions across the nation. That's not just the United States, also overseas overseas uh, educational institutions um, that we offer education benefits to folks. And the other piece is there's over 400,000 VA-approved programs. So, you know, the options that are available to our students is, is far and wide. So it's important that our students truly take the time to research 
what they're eligible for, how much they're eligible for, and making sure they find the right program for themselves. It's important that they understand whether a school is accredited or the levels of accreditation to understand what kind of um, resources are available on a campus. All these are things that a student needs to consider before deciding on the right school and program for themselves. Yeah, and that's actually, that's a good segue into our next question. Uh, which is where do you suggest students go to look for tools and resources to help them do research and also make the right decision on a school or a program um, that fits their education needs? Uh, that, you know, there are a couple of places I would send folks, obviously, to our own website um, at va.gov, which we have dedicated information on GI Bill programs. Um, we talk about all our programs in our space. Any new updates to the program is available there, as well as our GI Bill comparison tool. Our GI Bill comparison tool is a wonderful resource for students to be able to look at the different VA-approved programs that are out there so they're making the right decisions for themselves. In addition to leveraging our GI Bill uh, calculator, which helps individuals to calculate their benefits to see how they can maximize their benefits in their education program. The other piece I would tell student veterans to go to it's also Department of Education, their website. I think it's important for you to understand um, the larger, larger, um, the larger landscape of things when you're not only thinking about your VA approved program, but you're thinking about how does that fit into higher ed. And if you're thinking about on-the-job training or apprenticeship programs, then it's important to make sure that you get with Department of Labor and you make sure um, that those programs are, you know, aligned with Department of Labor and their criteria. So there's a host of um, official uh, government organizations out there, such as OSVA or Department of Labor or Department of Education, that can really assist a student in helping them to figure out what, what best suits them. Yeah, and I would also mention, so we uh, just released a new tool. Uh, it's called the Your Financial Path to Graduation Tool, which short name GradPath. Uh, but veterans could also potentially use this tool to get a sense of the total cost of college and so that they could figure out their veterans' benefits from the uh, GI Bill tool and then sort of take that number, pop it in this tool, and, like, plug and play with different uh, income resources that they have and figure out, like, how much they could potentially owe for college how much that future debt might be, and then if it's something that's affordable, and also will go a step further to be able to take different award letters from different schools or programs and compare those things. And so um, I agree, as you said, there are a lot of different things out there, and uh, we definitely want to urge students to uh, take advantage of them. Absolutely, and making sure they're official sites, that's the important part, right? Uh, whether it be our organization or your organization, it's important that they make sure it's official authorized information that's out there um, versus just, you know, doing a Google search and, and clicking on the first link that pops up, right? <laughs> Agreed, yeah, yeah, because there is a lot out there and you can easily get lost in the Google web, but just, uh, as you said before, making sure you go directly to the source, so going directly to the VA, going directly to the Department of Education, Department of Labor, or CFPB, and, um, yeah, getting the information from the source. So, no, that's great. Um, so, I guess uh, with the two tools, and you talked a little bit, and I talked a little bit about the GradPath tool, and so how do you see the GI Bill comparison tools sort of working with um, other other government tools? Mm -hmm. I think it complements other government tools. Um, you know, it's important that one, 
um, that we provide all these resources to students to be able to make inform informed decisions, right, um, about their education journey. But the other piece I, I would also mention is, is that making sure that we work together, right? We're partners in this to make sure that if there's any way that we could um, uh, co-communicate the different available resources between your organization and our organization, um, you know, linking that information to our site, you know, there's different ways in which we can collaborate to make sure that happens. And, um, you know, I think we have a strong partnership and that will continue to make sure that veterans have robust um, tools to be able to provide them accurate information. Right, right. And uh, as you said, the most important thing is making sure that uh, those who can take advantage of these tools and that know that they're available and that we're here to help because, uh, you know, a lot of investment on uh, by different government agencies have gone into building these tools, a lot of uh, research and, you know, just planning, and we want to make sure that they're in the hands of those who need it. So, right. And so um, is the GIO comparison tool, and I know it's veteran-focused, is it only available to veterans? And I would also, I'll probably talk a little bit about my um, grad path tool afterwards. Yeah, it's not only just available to, to veterans. I mean, it is, it's a publicly available tool that's out there. So anyone, um, can actually go and, and, and Google GI Bill comparison tool and it will come up. Uh, it's actually the first, um, link that's in the search. We actually partnered with Google, um, in terms of making sure that anyone, anytime someone says GI Bill comparison tool, the VA official site is the first one at the top of that search feature. So that's pretty cool that Google worked with us on that. And I will tell you the GI Bill comparison tool, anyone can go on there, whether it be a student, a school itself, a researcher, there's valuable information throughout the tool. But I will tell you our focus is student veterans. So when you go on there, it really is from the mindset of thinking about, um, uh, you know, a student who needs either um, a veteran or a service member or dependent who's thinking about going to school and they're trying to plan accordingly, or someone who's already enrolled in school and they just want to get a little information about their current school or a student who's thinking about transferring to a new program and they need information on that. So that's the mindset that we had in terms of developing that tool of thinking about it really from our GI Bill students perspective, but anyone can access the GI Bill comparison tool. And we've had millions of individuals access the tool since its existence. Yeah, and along those lines uh, with the grad path tool, so that same type of thinking, um, we sort of, we created the tool for any and everyone, and that includes uh, parents and practitioners who are actually who might be helping a student, uh, prospective college student, like plan out college, see what the potential cost would look like, but it's also created for a student to be able to go in and use the tool on their own. And so that could be, a, again, prospective student, a prospective undergrad student, or a graduate student. So go in, sort of uh, work out the cost of, you know, those numbers and include all those things we might not necessarily think about, which are some of those, you know, variable college costs, which could be uh, food or rent, uh, gas, our insurance, those types of things, maybe childcare, and um, get a sense of what those years of education will cost. So, oh, great. And then um, so information, because, you know, you think about someone thinking about, okay, my VA benefits and then my financial aid, how far will that go? They really want to be able to map out their, their cost of living. So um, I think that's a valuable tool that you all have over there to complement, you know, what we're doing in the GI Bill space so folks can figure out not only how to maximize their GI Bill benefits, but also to maximize any other financial assistance they receive. Yeah, yeah, because I think one, um, just in our feedback from uh, students and 
practitioners and parents, uh, and especially working around student loans, is that uh, a lot of times students will have a plan to actually get to college, but not to get through college. And so um, this tool was created, and I'm pretty sure the GI Bill comparison tool, the same thing, hopefully uh, getting students closer to having that full plan before they even walk in the door. So. Absolutely. I wish this was around when I went to college many months ago. It would have been very helpful uh, in my journey. Yeah, same here. <laughs> um, uh, so next, um, so should a prospective student be concerned if whether their school is nationally accredited or not? Well, I really think that they need to do their homework. It gets back to the fact of making sure you research your program and to make sure that it has the right accreditation. Um, there's so many variables when it comes to accreditation, whether it be national accreditation or regional accreditation. So it's really important that someone understands if I'm going to, you know, <clears throat> a psychology program, you know, in Wyoming, then what are the rules around accreditation? If I'm looking for a job at the end of the day, how does that play into that? If I have to hit sit for a certification exam or a licensure exam, does my program qualify? So it's important where I get back to making sure that you're not only looking at the information from VA, but you're also looking at Department of Education um, and all the different uh, accreditation uh, entities that are out there to make sure that your program has the right level of accreditation for that associated program. Yeah, because I think it would be a travesty to have a plan to put in the effort and uh, both the I guess, physical effort and also financial cost of paying for college and then not have checked all the boxes you might need to go into the career fair you would like to go into. So yeah, it's better Absolutely. to, to the front end. Absolutely. Great. Uh, so what additional tips should a prospective student consider before accepting an offer to a school? You know, as, as we talked about before, it's important to understand um, that the program really matches where you want to head in your journey, right, in your career journey. Because um, it doesn't help if you're doing one program and then you really want to go over here in this particular job market and that doesn't align. So make sure that you do your research on the job market and the type of skills and the type of training that they're looking for um, as you're thinking about the type of program you want to enter into. And then the next piece is cost, right? Uh, <clears throat> you know, cost is important for, for millions of individuals thinking about going to school. So it's important to understand you know, not only the tuition and fee costs, but any other associated costs. You know, sometimes there's, you know, a cost for a lab or or a cost for using the healthcare facilities or the cost for books. All those things you need to factor in in terms of your cost of living for going to school and then figure out what is out there that's available to you as it relates to financial aid and your student benefits and how far can that assist you, not just in your cost for tuition and fees, as I stated earlier, but your entire cost associated with education. I think that's very critical when you're thinking about going to school and preparing um, for the next steps for yourself. And then the last piece, how long is it going to take, right? We think, oh, well, the program says two years, but if you're going part-time, that's not really two years. So you need to think about that. How much time do you really want to dedicate over, whether it be a course of a number of weeks or, or a number of years, um, that you want to be able to dedicate to your education journey to help you to get into whatever career field you're thinking about? Right. And also, add just to make sure to get things in writing and then understand 
especially around loans. That could be um, a federal loan or a private loan. Understand the terms that you're actually signing up for and that you understand the repayment that's options that are going to happen after you sign up for those long term. So. Absolutely. I, I wish we had someone from Department of Med on this call, right, on this on this, uh, on this podcast, because that'd be a wonderful segue to, to for Department of Med to kind of talk about this. But from our own, from my own personal experience and probably your own, we could talk about that. You really want to see what's out there uh, that's free to you in terms of funding, um, whether it be a, a local scholarship or um, some some schools give out additional aid to student veterans in particular, um, and to make sure you do your research on what's available to you where you don't have to pay it back to someone, right? And then your next stop is if you really do have to pull out loans, like you said, read that fine print. That is so important to make sure you read that fine print on those student loans and try to look, if you can, at the federal options first before you start maybe thinking about a private loan, because sometimes those federal options, you know, you might say, hey, I'll decide to work uh, in, in the government afterwards or nonprofit sector, and there's loan forgiveness programs. You really need to make sure you do your homework on the loans. And when you decide to sign on that dotted line, that you read through everything at the top and everything at the bottom in, in, that, in, those, in those documents before you, before you sign. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I wish, uh, again, like you said, I would have done that. But, you know, sometimes you're just so excited about prospect of, um, you know, higher education that you just sort of glance at it, sign it, and then uh, find out as you go along. So, but, uh, so yeah, I guess the next question sort of segues also um, into, and we're thinking about like job placement. So many colleges like promise job placement. Do you have any advice on how important the role of job placement is upon completion of an education program? And then I guess another part of that, are there any specific things about job placement a prospective student should be aware of or ask their school about? I honestly think job placement is critical. Um, I think it's critical that schools advertise that information and make it publicly available for their students. Um, it shouldn't be somewhere buried somewhere. It, it really is, you know, um, a testament to their to their program and then also the resources that they offer students right at the end of their program or near the completion of their program when it comes to employment services. And you'll see some schools offer very robust um, employment services to their students, not once they graduate, but, but maybe within their last year or two years to figure out some of those soft skills that they need, resume building, you know, how to build a network. You know, you can tell when schools are doing that well that they are ready to tout um, right, and display for all to see their job placement rate. So that's important. So if you don't see that information publicly available on the school's website, or you, it's not easy to find it, you need to ask the school and not only to, to verbally tell you, but give it to you in writing. Um, and not overall job placement is important, but I would also say program-specific job placement is very important as well. I agree. Yeah, and I, I would say for um, veterans or any students, uh, period, just taking if you have the option available to talking to a current student or a former student and just finding out more about their experience and how, um, you know, job placement efforts went for them. So. Absolutely. And so, uh, next, can you talk a little bit about other uh, types of veteran education benefits that are available and where individuals can learn more about them? 
Yeah, no, uh, so there's, you know, we've actually launched a couple of new programs that I like to highlight. So one of those programs is our uh, Vet Tech program. It's actually a brand new program that we launched last year, and it's a fairly new, I should say, but uh, still relatively new. Uh, it's a five-year pilot program focused on the IT field, and you only need one day of entitlement across any one of our programs to be eligible. And uh, the beauty of this program is beyond the, just only having one day of entitlement across any one of the education programs, it really is focused on short-term programs, and those training providers have to find the individual employment. Our actual payment schedule and milestones are tied to um, those different arenas of when a veteran starts the program. We pay out tuition and fees to the school a certain portion. When the veteran completes their program, we pay out the, another portion of the tuition and fees. And when the training provider actually finds that veteran um, employment in the field that they trained in, we actually uh, provide the remaining portion of the tuition and fees. So really excited about that program. Um, we've uh, in that program we've had thousands of individuals come in and apply, and um, it's such a, a popular program. And even more so with COVID-19 and, and the unemployment rates, we've seen a lot of a lot of student veterans flock to that program. So it's been pretty pretty amazing deal for folks. And then, you know, there's other other programs that are out there that's beyond just federal government. Um, I would tell folks to make sure that you talk to your local state folks. Um, a lot of states offer programs for uh, veterans, so it's important to, to get connected with your local state office and understand the benefits that are available for you at the local level beyond the federal level. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you discussed a lot of good um, options and we'll definitely make sure to link to those in the show notes. Um, is there, so if you, if there was, if you think about like a uh, prospective student, like a veteran who's thinking about going back and we did discuss a lot. So I think there's a lot of good information in there, but if there was any like quick tips or a few things you would want them to know before they started the journey, um, what would some of those things be? You know, I, I always say this, and, and I've said in different forums, you only know what you know, right? So it's important to do your homework. It's important to visit the VA website. Also, we are on social media. Um, so I think it's important to stay connected through social media. Um, you know, if you are one of those individuals that, you know, you're on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, um, we are heavily connected in those spaces to put out information about what's happening in our space. So it's important to stay connected um, with, you know, uh, with us at VA, so that way you can stay informed about what's happening. Um, you know, there's a lot of good information out there, and we're we're here to help, to help students do during their journey, so that way they can complete their educational goals as well as their career goals. Well, thank you. Um, so we discussed a lot during this episode, and so three quick takeaways just for our audience. Uh, use the GI Bill comparison tool and the CFPB credit tool to help understand the financial implications of college decision-making. Make sure the schools you're considering are nationally accredited. See the VA's Know Before You Go video for more information. Visit the Department of Education's Preparing for College page if you need additional help before accepting an offer. Thank you for joining us today, Charmaine, and sharing your expertise with our audience. We appreciate our listeners for tuning in to stay connected please visit our podcast page at consumerfinance.gov. And so you don't miss future episodes, sign up, be notified of new releases. As always, remember to continue to develop your financial intuition and learn money management lessons you can use now to build the future you want tomorrow. Thank you. Mm -hmm.